Next Chapter Podcasts. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Next Chapter Podcast presents the Play On Podcast series, A Midsummer Night's Dream. Episode 6, Lovers to Bed. For the best listening experience, be sure to use headphones or earbuds. Lord, what fools these mortals be. Let's hear this play, then. Let the magic start. A tedious, brief scene of Pyramus and his love, Thisbe. Very tragical mirth. (laughs) (laughs) It's not for you, my lord. I've heard it through, and it is nothing. Nothing in the world, unless you have a laugh at their intentions, as truly they're in way over their heads to do you service. (laughs) I will hear that play. For never anything can be a wrong when simpleness and duty offer it. Go, bring them in, and take your places, ladies. I dislike seeing anguish overplayed, nor duty dying from a life of service. My gentle sweet, you shall see no such thing. He says they can do nothing of the kind. The kinder we are, giving thanks for nothing. Our fun shall be observing their mistakes... And if they're short of competent, we'll say, you all were working very hard up there. (laughs) Where I have gone, ambassadors have come to greet me with premeditated welcomes. Where I have seen them shiver and look pale, make periods in the midst of sentences, bungle their practiced accent in their fears, and in conclusion, dumbly breaking off, not paying me a welcome. Trust me. Sweet, out of this silence, I detect a welcome. And in this nervous, stammered introduction, I read as much as from the wordy tongue of confident and practiced eloquence. Love, therefore, and tongue-tied simplicity in least speaks most. At least from what I've seen. (laughs) So please, your grace... The prologue is arriving. Let him approach. (laughs) If we offend, it is with our goodwill that you should think we come not to offend, but with goodwill. 
To show our simple skill, that is the true beginning of our end. Consider then, we come but in despite. We do not come as mining to contest you. Our true intent is... All for your delight, we are not here. Th that you should here repent you. The actors are at hand, and by their show, you shall know all that you are like to know. <laughs> This fellow doth not stand upon points. She declaimed her prologue like an untamed cult. She knows not the stop. <laughs> A good moral, my lord. It is not enough to speak, but to speak true. Indeed, she has played on her prologue like a child on a recorder. A sound, but not in any order. Her speech was like a tangled chain. Nothing is broken, but all tied in knots. <laughs> Who is next? Gentles. Perchance you wonder at this show, but wonder on till truth make all things plain. This man is Pyramus. If you would know, this beautied lady Thisbe is certain. This man with lime and mortar do present wall, that vile wall, which separates these lovers and through walls gash poor souls. They are content to whisper. At the witch, let no man wonder. Me, here, with lantern, dog, and bush of thorn, presents here moonshine. For, if you will know, by moonshine did these lovers think no scorn to meet at Nina's tomb there. There to woo. <laughs> this grisly beast of lion known by name, the trusty Thisbe, coming first by night, did scare away, or rather did affright. And as she fled, she fled and dropped her shawl, which lion vile with bloody mouth did stain. <laughs> <laughs> Along comes Pyramus, sweet youth and tall, and finds his trusty Thisbe's mantle slain. <gasps> At that, with blade, with bloody, blameful blade, he bravely broached his boiling, bloody breast. And Thisbe, hanging out in mulberry shade, his dagger drew and died. <gasps> For all the rest, let lion, moonshine, wall, and lovers twain begin discussion while here they remain. I wonder if the lion plans to speak. No wonder, my lord, one lion may when many asses do. <laughs> In this same interval, it doth befall that I, one snug by name, present. A wall, and such a wall as I shall now rehash, inside it had a glorious hole, or gash, through which the lovers, Pyramus and Thisbe, did whisper often, very secretly, this sand, this mortar, and this stone here show, I am that very wall, the truth is so, and this the cranny is, Right and sinister, sinister, through which the fearful lovers 
are two whisper. <laughs> Do you need lime and hair to speak more clearly? It is the wittiest partition that ever I heard converse, my lord. <laughs> Pyramus draws near the wall. <laughs> oh, grim look, knight. Oh, knight with hue so black. Oh, knight, whichever is when day is not. Oh, knight, oh, knight. Alack, alack, alack. I fear my Thisbe's promise is forgot. And you, oh wall, oh sweet, oh lovely wall, that stands between her father's ground and mine. You wall, oh wall, oh sweet and lovely wall, show me thy gash to mash against mine eyne. Thanks, courteous wall. (laughs) Jove shields you well for this. But what do I see? No Thisbe do I see? Oh, wicked wall, through whom I see no bliss. Curse all your stones for so deceiving me. <laughs> the wall, I think, being sensible, should curse again. What? No, in truth, sir, he should not. Deceiving me is Thisbe's cue. She is to enter now, and I am to see her through the wall. You shall see. It will fall cleanly as I told you. Oh, yonder she comes. Oh, Oh, wall. Quite often have you heard my moans for parting my fair Pyramus and me. My cherry lips have often kissed your stones, your stones with lime and hair stirred up in you. (laughs) I see a voice. Now will I to the slot to see and I can hear my Thisbe's face. (laughs) Thisbe! My love! You aren't my love, I thought. Think what you will. I'm your lover's grace. And, like Lamander, I am trusty still. And I, like Helen, to the fates me kill. Not Shaffalus to Procris was so true. As Shaffalus to Procris, I to you. Kiss me through the hole of this vile wall. (laughs) 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 I I kiss a gash and not your lips at all. (sighs) Will you at Ninny's tomb meet me straight away? (laughs) (laughs) Tied life, tied death. I come without delay. (laughs) Thus have I. Wall, my part is played well so. And being done, thus, wall, away doth go. Now the wall divides the two neighbors. No problem solved, my lord, when walls are so willful to hear without warning. Stuff that I have ever heard. The best plays like this are but shadows, and the worst are no worse if imagination fills in the blanks. It must be your imagination then, and not theirs. If we imagine no worse of them than they of themselves, they may pass for excellent men. Mm. Here come two noble beasts in a man and a lion. You ladies, you. Whose gentle hearts do fear the smallest monstrous mouse that creeps on floor may now perchance both quake and tremble here when lion, rough and wildish rage, doth roar. Then know that I, one snug the joiner, am a lion fell, nor else no lion's dame. For if I should as lion 
come in strife into this place? Twere pity on my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A very gentle beast of good conscience. <laughs> the very best at a beast, my lord, that ever I saw. This lion is a very fox for his valor. This lantern now... And a goose for keeping secrets. <laughs> Not so, my lord, for his valor cannot carry his discretion, and the fox carries the goose. His discretion, I am sure, cannot carry his valor, for the goose carries not the fox. It is well. Leave him to his secrets, and let us listen to the moon. This lantern now, the horn and moon, presents myself. She should wear the cuckold's horns upon her head. She is no crescent, and her horns are invisible within the circumference. This lantern now, the horn and moon, presents myself, the man in the moon I seem to be. This is the greatest error of them all. The girl should be put into the lantern. How else could she be the man in the moon? She dares not come there for the candle, for you see, it is already... I grow weary of this moon if she would only change. It appears by her modest light that she is waning. But yet, in politeness, in all reason, we must wait it out. Proceed, moon! All that I have to say is to tell you that the lantern is the moon, I, the man in the moon, this thorn bush, my thorn bush, and this dog, my dog. <laughs> Why, all these should be in the lantern, for all these are in the moon. Oh, but silence! Here comes Thisbe. <laughs> this is old Ninny's tomb. Dinah's tomb! Oh, where is my love? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, roared, Lion! Well run, Fisbee! Well shown, Boone! <laughs> Truly, the moon shines with a good grace. <laughs> well moused, Lion! And so the lion vanished. And then came Pyramus. Sweet moon, I thank you for your sunny beams. I thank you, moon, for shining now so bright. For by your gracious golden glittering gleams, I trust to take of truest Thisbe sight. <laughs> but stay, oh spite. But mark, poor knight, what dreadful sadness here. Eyes, do you see? How can it be? Oh, dainty duck. Oh, dear. Your mantle, good, what, stained with blood? <gasps> Approach, you furies fell. <laughs> Fate, come, uh, come. Uh, cut, thread and thrum, quail, crushed, conclude and quell. <laughs> this passion and the death of a dear friend would nearly come to make a man look sad. Oh, curse my heart, but I pity the man. Oh! Why, oh, nature, did you make lions? <laughs> Since lion vile has here deflowered my dear, which is... No, no, which was the fairest dame that lived, that loved, that liked, that looked with cheer. Come, tears! (laughs) Confound! (laughs) Sword! And wound the heart of Pyramus! I that left vent where heart would hop stabs himself 
and prove himself an ass. Oh, how curious that Moonshine is gone before Fizz becomes back and finds her lover. She will find him by starlight. Oh. Here she comes, and her passion ends the play. Oh, methinks she should not use a long speech for such a pyramus. I hope she will be brief. A speck of dust will turn the balance. Which pyramus, which this be, is the better? He for a man, God allow us. She for a woman, God bless us. Oh. <laughs> She has spied him already with those sweet eyes. And thus she moans, by which she says, Asleep, my love? What, dead, my dove? Oh, Pyramus, arise! Speak, speak! Quite dumb? Dead. Dead. A tomb must cover your sweet eyes. These lily lips, this cherry nose, these yellow cowslip cheeks are gone, are gone. My love, make moan. His eyes were green as leeks. Oh, sisters, three, come. Come to me with hands as pale as milk. Lay them in gore since you have shorn with shears his thread of silk. Tongue, not a word. Come, trusty sword, and blade my breast right through. And farewell, friends. Thus, this be ends. Adieu. Adieu. Moonshine and Lion are left to bury the dead. Aye, and Wall, too. Uh, No, I assure you. The wall is down that parted their fathers. Will it please you to see the epilogue? Or hear a burgomass dance between two of our company? No, no epilogue, I pray you. 
For your play needs no excuse. Never excuse. For when the players are all dead, there needs none to be blamed. Mary, if he that wrote it had played Pyramus and hanged himself with Thisbe's garter, it would have been a fine tragedy. And so it is, <laughs> truly, and very notably played out. Bring on your burger mask. Let your epilogue flow. The iron tongue of midnight hath told us twelve. Lovers, to bed. Tis almost fairy time. I fear we shall outsleep the coming dawn as much as we have overwatched this night. This obvious, gross play has well seduced the heavy step of night. Sweet friends, to bed. To bed. <laughs> For two weeks, we hold this solemnity and nightly revels and new jollity. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Now the hungry lion roars, and the wolf howls at the moon, while the heavy plowman snores. All their weary tasks are done. Now the wasted fires do glow, while the screech owl, screeching loud, tells the wretch that lies in woe, death awaits him in a shroud. Now it is the time of night that the graves all gaping wide. Every one lets forth his sprite in the churchway paths to glide. And we fairies that do run by the queen of witches' team from the presence of the sun following darkness like a dream now are frolic. Not a mouse shall disturb this honored house. I am sent with broom before to sweep the dust behind the door.
the house gives gathering light by the dead and drowsy fire. Every elf at fairy sprite, hop as light as bird from briar. And this ditty, after me, sing and dance it trippingly. First, rehearse your song by rote, to each word a warbling note. Hand in hand with fairy grace, will we sing and bless this place. of day through this house each fairy stray to the best bride bed will we which by us shall blessed be and the children we create ever shall be fortunate so shall all the couples three ever true and loving be and defects of nature's hand shall not in their children stand. Never mole, hair, lip, nor scar, nor noticeable mark as are despised in one's infancy shall upon their children be. With this dawning then abide, every fairy take his stride, each and every bedroom bless through this palace soothing stress, and the owner of it blessed ever shall in safety rest. Trip away, make no stay, meet me all by break of day. Psst. If we shadows have offended, think but this. And all is mended, that you have but slumbered here, while these visions did appear. And this weak and idle theme, no more yielding, but a dream. Gentles, do not reprimand, if you pardon, we will mend, as I am an honest Puck, if we have unearned luck to escape the serpent's tongue, we'll amend it before long. Else the puck a liar call. So, good night 
and to you all. Give me your hearts if we be friends, and Robin shall restore amends. Play On podcast series, A Midsummer Night's Dream, was translated into the modern tongue by Jeff Witte and directed by Catherine Eaton. Sound designer, Arjun Sheff and Patrick Burgess. Sound engineer, Sadaharu Yagi. Dialogue editor, Larry Walsh. Executive producer, Michael Goodfriend. Senior producer, Miriam Lauba. Managing producer, Robert Cappadona. Coordinating producer, Taylor Bailey. Casting by the Telsey office, Karen Castle, CSA, and Ada Karamanian. The cast is as follows. Alexandra Henriksen as Helena. Amari Cheatham as Oberon. Armando McLean as Aegeus and Snug. Cedric Lamar as Flute and Mustard Seed. Christopher Livingston as Demetrius and Peas Blossom. Daisuke Tsuji as Pak. David Fur as Theseus. Kopal Pivan as Lysander. Jamie Ann Romero as Hermia and Cobweb. Gina Yi as Quince and Moth. Jen Harris as Bottom. Manila Luzon as Hippolyta. And Michelle Beck as Titania. Additional support was provided by voice and text consultant Rebecca Clark Carey. Equipment and recording engineer Tommy Freed, the senior manager of business operations and partnerships at Next Chapter Podcasts, is Sally Cade Holmes. The Play On Podcast series, A Midsummer Night's Dream, is produced by Next Chapter Podcasts and is made possible by the generous support of the Hits Foundation. For more about the series, go to playonpodcasts.com. Where you'll find interviews with the artists, producers, and engineers who brought it all to life. Bottoms up. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price, and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Next Chapter Podcasts.